Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, it's the first Friday of the month, and you know what that means. Yep, Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by the show today. And, well, we do know that Dr. Alessandra has been taking some well-deserved time off, enjoying the summer, and some travels. So we'll check in with her and see where she's been on Sunny in Seattle. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. It is the first Friday of the month, which means you've got me, Sunny Joy, joined by... Dr. Alessandra Duke. Hello. Welcome. So Sunny in Seattle is here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW in Seattle and 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with joy, peace, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access the show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. You can also find the show on iTunes and Podcast One. Uh, find out more about me through my website, which is goldenoversoul.com. That's goldenoversoul.com. And um, Alessandra, I'm going to mention one housekeeping thing and then turn it over to you for all your details, if that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. Okay. So we just wrapped up another round of Soul Digger Book Club um, and we worked through the book, Me and White Supremacy. Um, so we're going to take a couple week, or I say it's probably about three week break. Um, I am, we'll talk more about it on the show, but I'm going to uh, give myself a little summer break of sorts. Um, and so we will not be picking up book club again until Tuesday, September 1st. Um, you can go ahead and register or find out more at goldenoversoul.com under the Soul Digger Book Club tab under events. And uh, our book that we're going to be picking up is Mary Magdalene Revealed. Um, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you may have heard me interview the author, Megan Watterson. Um, she has a master's in uh, theological studies from Harvard and then a master's of divinity from Columbia. And uh, she wrote a fantastic book. I think we've talked about this on the show a bit. I have been diving deep into um, a lot of the discoveries that were made um, in around the 1940s of all those suppressed and hidden gospels that around the fourth century when the canon was established, the early church, um, the Roman Catholic Church and the Romans um, decided not to include certain books in the uh, what we now have is the New Testament. And uh, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene was one of those books. So I have been really loving what I'm learning about some of the suppressed Gospels from early Christianity, um, particularly Mary Magdalene. Um, and so uh, we're going to go through this book together. So if you think you know Mary Magdalene, although I have a feeling people who listen to KKNW already know some of the true story, but Hey, there are so many new things even for me in this book. So I am very excited about it. Um, I think as we're going through this, the, the, the you know, more the cosmic view of what's happening right now, this awakening of consciousness and particularly um, the rise of the feminine to come up and meet what has been um, primarily the masculine for quite a few millennia now. And I think that the discovery of this gospel is part of that. And so I invite you to come along with us and um, learn a little bit more about Mary Magdalene and some of the truth about early Christianity that maybe um, 
folks did not want you to know about <laughs> when they created uh, the New Testament. So um, we're going to be meeting on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. That's, of course, virtually. And uh, we'll meet the first three Tuesdays of September, the 1st, the 8th, and the 15th. So you can find out more and register at goldenoversoul.com. Under the events tab, you'll find the Soul Digger Book Club. So that's what I've got. Um, Alessandra, all yep. of your connection details. Oh, yes. Okay. So you can learn more about me at alessandraduke.com. And I actually just had my website redone. So it is very exciting and colorful. And so you should check it out just to see it. Um, it is and, worth it. I will say that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm still so entertained by it. You know, I just go and look at it just to stare at it. <laughs> Well, the pictures of you are so cute, and I love, they did a great job. Was that, that um, Susan Hyatt's branding or marketing agency, did they, they help you with that? Yes. So what happened was when I signed up for Susan Hyatt's um, mastermind in the, the one that I did started January 2020, mm -hmm. and she, her bonus offer was getting a full website by the agency that she had just created called the agency. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so she said at the time, I'm never going to offer this bonus again. Cause I think that they just needed to get, you know, some examples to be able to promote, um, the agency. And so I was like, okay, so that was part of another thing that incentivized me signing up for the mastermind was knowing that I could get something like this done. And, um, and by her graphic designer who I am, oh my gosh, I'm such a huge fan of graphic design, colors, fonts. I love fonts. <laughs> like <laughs> I love that stuff. And so I already knew who her, who her graphic designer was and, um, and that I would get to work with her. So signed up and then the website was part of that. So, um, and I think it's interesting, you know, when you're, when you're going through a creative process like that with someone, it's like, there's, there's sort of highs and lows, right? Cause you've got a vision and then you think you're on the same page with the vision and then they come back with something. So it's just kind of interesting. It's vulnerable. And, um, but yes, that was part of the agency and I, I really love it. I love how it's turned out and the photos, uh, actually were done maybe a year and a half ago by my friend Jeanette. So they look wonderful and I'd love to have some photos again, because I do feel like, you know, I'm always shifting and evolving and I've got some, yeah, just some new vibes going on, especially with all my recent adventures that I, I want Jeanette to capture and get on that website. But anyway, um, Perfect. Yeah. And I was, I, you hadn't become a psychologist. I think you could have very easily gone into graphic design. You have such a beautiful eye for detail and um, putting things together, like what you've been able to do in Canva. I mean, that looks like it came out of the agency. So I can see why <laughs> you enjoy those things. Thank you. Yeah, I love it so much. I know. And I've often thought I, I signed up for a graphic design class thinking like, oh, this will just be a little side career. And um, it's actually a lot more complex <laughs> than I thought. Um, and my attention span is not long. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so maybe later on down the line. But yeah, I love creating things even in Canva. Canva makes me feel like I am just, yeah, just so such an innovator with that stuff. 
Well, yeah, I mean, some people can use it easier than others and what you've been able to do with it. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. So um, definitely check out the Alessandra's new website. Um, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, check out the website. And then um, the one one thing that I'm doing right now is um, I'm, I'm shifting how things are for my coaching program, The Brink. And mm -hmm. Uh, and so September will be the last month to enroll, uh, all the way until I won't open enrollment again until 2021. So, okay. uh, it used to be just kind of ongoing. Um, and the brink is really fabulous. I've in, I've infused so much around pleasure and desire. And it's almost like, I think our two groups should chat, you know? Oh Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the things that, you know, we learned early on or were conditioned about, whether it's, you know, spiritual beliefs or, you know, different things like that in life about how to be and what it means even to be a woman in the society on this planet. Right. And challenging that. And so, um, We've just, yeah, we're working, I'm having um, the students in the brink this month make a desire list mm. and I wouldn't believe what that is stirring up for people. You know, something <laughs> I think is like, yes, girl, light a candle. Let's talk about desire. They are like, wait a minute. <laughs> Want me to do what? What is I, this witchcraft? What is this witchcraft? I have a, I, someone said, um, but I still have to work. I still <laughs> have a job. <laughs> and I said, that's the thing about women in desire that we've been cut off from it for so long. And our society conditions us in that way to always believe that we're wrong or something's missing from our life or that tuning into our desire means that we'll have to blow up our lives or our jobs or our families or something that we can't possibly just desire for the sake of delighting in what we desire. Yeah. And so uh, it's just been really amazing, some of those conversations. So that's The Brink. That is on my website, alessandraduke.com. Okay, awesome. Well, I wanna, I wanna check in with Benny real quick because uh, Chase came in my office earlier this week um, and showed me this picture from Facebook. and was like, did you know Benny is getting rid of his VW? And there's a new white Mercedes driveway. <laughs> Benny, what is happening? You are a VW man. What is, what is I, going on? I Here's still me. am. I still am. I know a lot of, it sounds like you two are opening up new ventures and I'm kind of closing <laughs> one down. I mean, it just kind of happens. Oh. Although I am opening up a new one on the other side. Yes, it's... Yes. Uh, last year, it was on my mind. So obviously, I'm a I'm a Volkswagen guy. It's my car that I you know built a long time ago, and it was my project. It was actually uh, something I'd done before the boys were born and before I met their mom and so forth like that. So it was when I bought my house, and I just needed something else to do other than work on the house because you know those are money pits as is. And then you go into a car, and it was just something that I built up, and it was the overall design, my ideas, and it's all in there, and it's kind of just it's been finished it's just sitting around and it doesn't get much action so you know um you know not like action jackson sitting in bowls or anything you, know, uh, can only, right. you can only take so many pictures of it so, yeah. <laughs> although he loves being uh in the, the center of attention yes, uh and so last year was just like you know i kind of thought it and i'm like i'll drive it around a little bit more and then it just sat and then this year it did the same thing it just sat in the garage and i'm like you know what i think it's time so I had yeah. one of those little moments. Oh, and by the way, because I uh, sold it officially like earlier this week, uh, like on Monday, 
uh, the deal went through to a gentleman on the uh, New York on the East Coast. So um, he's really? gonna have fun with that out there. Um, oh, I absolutely 100% lost it on uh, Monday night. Absolutely lost it. I was in the garage and I was like, oh, little guy, you know, I'm like just kind of hanging around with him, and I it just overwhelmed me. So guys, <laughs> shed some tears if you need to. It's all it's all appropriate. It's totally fine. I'm totally comfortable with saying it on the air. Yes, it's very true. I absolutely lost it. I, I just didn't know I had it in there, and I guess it had been pent up for a while too. I, le- my, I now I know what a lot of ladies say too. They're like, "Oh my god, I've been crying all night long, and my ears, my I, my ears, my eyes are all puffy and everything like that." Now I know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm so glad, and it yeah. took a car to bring it out of I you. I know. <laughs> Benny, it's like it ends up being so much more about than just the car, right? Yeah. It's oh, like it totally is. Yep. Identity, that's like mm-hmm. old relationship, oh, that's yeah. all these feelings wrapped mm-hmm. up in it. That's a big deal. And I have to wonder, when you get rid of something that has been stagnant, what new might flow into your life? Oh, that's a perfect segue to that Mercedes. Totally. And, uh, <laughs> you know, got a little bit of a girlfriend on the arm, too, now. So uh, it happens. That de- I do. I know. That de- deserves a... We're going big. <laughs> okay, wait. Back up. Bring us up to speed on no, all these no, things. No, no, go forward. How many totally months have fine. we been asking you about your love life, and you're so tight-lipped, it's, and you, oh, maybe this, maybe the- that. And now, what... I it's because he allowed flow. Thank you, Dr. Alessandra. See, <laughs> she gets it, Sonny. No, I'm just joking. You know, I was just, you know, I'm not so, you know, personal on the air with my stuff. So, you know, just kind of keep it. And things are going really well. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So I know. Is Jessica, that all we get? Uh, well, I mean, I, for now, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you and your line of questioning, I swear. Like, Is that so, it? Yeah. Benny so, just do girl talk with us. He just cannot. <laughs> I can't. You know, I get all the questions from people, and then they're like, we want to hear more from Benny. And I'm well, like, we're trying. It. They're getting it He's today. He's not giving us very much to work with. They're getting today. Well, I know Jessica's out there listening. She's on her way to work right now, too. So, hello, Jessica. And, uh, Hi, Jessica. That is that. <laughs> okay. Hello, Jessica. I'm going to get a text here in like a couple, <laughs> a couple seconds, too. She's like, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Benny, I'm I surprised. think this is so wonderful. I was going to say, as we were talking about the VW, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I would put money down if he doesn't have a woman in his life right now or one is on the way i will put some money down oh, well you and win because i didn't even my mind did not even go there so impressive with alessandra yeah yeah no things are going really well and uh yeah i mean yes people you can date during covid so it does happen yes. <laughs> There's just a little more of an awareness around uh, a lot of things and that's also what we're also you know kind of being calm and cool with uh everything so yeah Yeah. i'm so happy about this i'm happy for you and jessica thank you i think it's awesome i think you're amazing this this is great oh i agree i couldn't agree more like there's benny is just one of those like you don't meet many humans like benny he is what you hear on the air is who he really is i mean his energy his kindness his love his enthusiasm all of it so yes oh benny deserves oh, the very going keep it going, so keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> no i i thank you very much those are very kind words and it's harder for me to accept because you know i'm usually the giver on a lot of things and mm-hmm. thank you very much yeah very appreciate good. it well, thank you well this was a good check-in yes you right <laughs> Well, it seems like we've got good check-ins all around. I mean, yeah. mine when I when it comes to my turn, everybody's going to be like, "What? That is not a good check-in." But it actually is a good check-in. But I know, Alexander, I want to. 
you'll spin it into sunshine. That is what you <laughs> Hey, a reframe is always possible. And I'm not talking about bypassing when things are difficult. I'm saying feel the difficult, but instead of wallowing in the difficult, you have an opportunity to look at it from a new way, which is what I am choosing to do. So anyway, Alessandra, I want to check in with you because when we last spoke on first Friday, you were here in Petaluma in our home, which was very exciting. But then you set off on the highway without a very solid plan. And (laughs) since that time, you just kept sending me texts like, oh my gosh, check this out. This is what has happened. And I'm like, okay, this is what we've got to talk about next month on first Friday, because this magic is the reason I'll just preface it with this. When I feel like when I hear more stories like this, it allows me to trust more in my moments of uncertainty. And it also makes us more, I think, expectant. Like it primes the pump for us to be on the lookout for the miracles and the serendipity so that we're open to them instead of in fear closing down. So, and you just like metaphorically and literally just got on the road toward the horizon and trusted and things worked out quite beautifully. So. Bring us up to speed. Okay. So, all right. Last time we talked, I was at, I was in Petaluma. And so for, I was thinking last time that we were checking in, I didn't really say that I'm, you know, I'm working through some uh, issues with my, my partner. So we've decided to take some time to, uh, some breathing space Mm -hmm. to give ourselves time to re really reevaluate. What do we want? Where are we going? What's happening? So the name of the game was to give some space. And so my one plan, the the only plan that I've made in all of this was to spend a week at Sunny's Mm -hmm. and to visit her. And then um, when I was in Petaluma, I just knew, I just knew I wanted to be in California for more time. And that is all I knew. And I didn't know how to make that work. I, there was, I was looking at prices for things and I thought there's no way that I can afford it. Cause I'm still paying for things, you know, in Washington as we're sort of sorting this out, but I felt this soul call. I need, I need to be in California. And so then, um, you know, as I'm processing through things with Sunny and I, I started to feel this call more toward Southern California, even though I kind of felt like, no, my, my logic mind was saying that's too far. You know, we're in Northern California, maybe stay near here. Don't go down to LA. I'm originally from the Los Angeles area. So I, I do feel a little bit, it just, it resonates with me on some very deep soul level. And, um, and so, you know, last time we talked, I had found an Airbnb in Pasadena and I was just going to go, I felt it was so bizarre because I just felt like this call for this Airbnb by this, this woman, her name's Kenna. And, um, I even said to you, Sunny, there's something going on with me and this woman, Kenna, I don't know what it is, but we're going to work out some things. And you said, I can't wait to hear Right. And so I got down to Pasadena and stayed in her little cottage behind her house. And she has, she has this cat named Clementine, who is just this magical little cat. And, um, the cat apparently doesn't, you know, it kind of runs away from everyone, but loved me. And so every morning I'm sitting out journaling, you know, um, 
the cat is coming and laying with me and wanting to snuggle. And, you know, Kenna just kept saying, wow, there's some, there's really something about you. There's really something about you. Right. Um, she doesn't do that for everyone. And I thought, you know, I was just thinking to myself, well, that's great. Like I, I grew up with cats. Cats seem to like me. It's fine. Um, (laughs) And so, so I did not know what was to come. Um, I had been searching, you know, cause I was only able to, cause magically what, you know, what seemed like it was rejection at the time I had looked at this cottage and wondered if I could stay there for a month and asked her about maybe getting a lower rate. That same night I asked her, um, the rest of the month booked up. So she got back to me and she said, I can only do a week, but would you still like it? I can work with you on the price. So I got down there doing a week, trying to plan next. So I'm, I'm plugging in these dates. I'm asking everyone about these particular um, dates for the remaining three weeks in July, right? Um, and I'm just searching and searching and, you know, asking, asking universe, asking God, you know, please, please show me the way, right? So one morning I'm out journaling with, um, with Clementine, me and Clementine doing our morning routine and Kenna walks up to me, the woman who I'm renting the Airbnb from. And she said, Hey, I was thinking of you this morning. I need to leave town. And the person who was going to watch Clementine fell through last minute. Would you be willing to stay at my house free of charge for the next three weeks of July? (laughs) The literal dates I was plugging in right to Airbnb to all these searches to asking people in that moment I I it felt like all of the sudden when you have the only way I can describe it is when you've had too many martinis too fast (laughs) all of a sudden it's just this like warbly kind of whoa what is happening And these tears of joy just came up. I said to her, I don't know if you're all about the universe stuff. This is a universe thing. (laughs) I can't believe it. And I went inside and I just started crying these weepy tears of joy. And Sunny, you were the first person I contacted to just be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this just happened. Um, and it's just been, you know, and even with that stay in Pasadena, the, the two things that I was really asking for and deeply craving were yes, California, but really it was palm trees, sun and a swimming pool. I mean, I am obsessed with swimming pools. I love them. Some people do not like them and there are many good reasons not to like them, but I love them. Mm-hmm. I've loved them since I was a kid and Pasadena happened to have the one open swimming pool within a 10 mile radius during coronavirus because they're so big and have such a big staff that they can be really COVID uh, on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, So then I was 10 minutes away from this pool that I got to go to and swim. And I just thought, oh my gosh, the miracles just kind of kept coming. Right. And Then I started thinking, okay, Pasadena, I'm kind of nearing, you know, I'm mid-July and not sure where I'm going to go next. And, you know, the the mind always has this way of scaring us, right? Like, what if we can't find the next place? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? All of this stuff. And, um, and then so I thought, well, what am I going to do for August? And then I had a friend randomly reach out to me that said, are you still not, not random? Not <laughs> random. 
not random. It's not random. I had a friend who reached out to me and she said, Hey, are you still in Southern California? I'm leaving my place for August. Do you want to stay for August for free? For free. For free. <laughs> Both of these for free. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, universe, wait a minute. What is happening? Right. And just so, um, just amazed. Right. But then it just keeps getting better. <laughs> How? <laughs> day what I'm doing is writing out gratitudes writing out because I decided on this whole trip because my critical mind started going right um all of the things around relationships why I'm not good at things what's bad about me all of this kind of stuff mm. and I thought this 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 inner critic kind of cannot be at the wheel of this trip no way so hey. every day I've been cultivating more self-like and more self-compassion so writing down something three things I like about myself every day writing down what I'm grateful for every day and writing what I most desire every day and that has been an anchor for me throughout this whole trip so I Can do you say that again Alessandra the three things you've been yes sitting so with three things that I like about myself and this can be anything right it can be physical mm -hmm. attributes it can be something about personality it can be something that I recently just did so three things that I like about myself um it can be anything anything that you're grateful for I mean, I usually list about three things that I'm grateful for. I like the number three. Yep. Um, and then something I desire. So, and that can be anything from I desire and it, but it has to be in detail so that I can fully delight in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, so, you know, whether it's, you know, you desire to, um, write a, a best-selling, uh, memoir or novel, or um, I desire to live in France and drive a pink Vespa with, mm -hmm. uh, with a, you know, bread in the back, right? Or I this sounds like you actually wrote that one. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I've got this thing about France right now. Um, you know, or it's like I desire to have an incredible sandwich that's dreamy for lunch, right? Mm -hmm. So um, whatever it is that you desire. So things you like, gratitude, desire, and then just some notes for what's going on with my day. And I'm telling you, there are miracles that have come out of this. The most important being how I feel about myself in this adventure and that I'm not looking at this process I'm going through around my relationship and around some things that are going on with my family that I'm not looking at it through a lens of criticism and geez you're 41 can't you just figure this out what's wrong with you all of those thoughts that get going and instead looking at it all through a lens of love like wow wow, this amazingness. Wow. I'm so held by the universe. Wow. I'm, I'm willing to ask the big questions. I'm willing to reevaluate relationships and my life and ensure that not only am I integr in integrity with myself, but in, in integrity and being the most loving, compassionate version of myself I can be for the person I'm in relationship with. Right. And yeah. through this lens of love has been so helpful. Um, so that's the, that's the work that I've been doing every day. And then, you know, I had a friend on 
Facebook contact me who reminded me she lived on Catalina Island. And she said, well, while you're down here, why don't you come over and visit me? We'll work out a deal. You come stay with me free. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what now? <laughs> so I, so then I went out to Catalina, right? This amazing island. I couldn't believe how stunning it was, right? And had I not had this place to stay in LA at my friends, um, you know, for this kind of interim, right? I probably won't be here the the whole month of August, um, but but just for this little interim, I wouldn't have been around for this opportunity, right? And then as I'm here, um, that original cottage that I was staying at, she contacted me and said, the cottage has opened back up. Do you I, okay, Alessandra, I am not kidding. I knew that was going to happen. Like that, I just. <laughs> you did? I had no idea. I thought I said my goodbyes to Pasadena. I wrote Pasadena a delicious love letter. I mm. called it to Pasadena with love. Oh! Everything wonderful that occurred for me in Pasadena. And I thought, oh, thank you, Pasadena. It's been so wonderful. It's been so wonderful. So I thought, I kind of thought we were done. And I thought I said goodbye to Clementine. Mm. Yeah, so then- um, Clementine was not done with you. No, she's not. And in fact, you know, just as I suspected me and this woman, um, you know, staying at her house for the three weeks, I, I really felt like, I don't know if all of you have had a chance to stay at someone's house who you don't no. <laughs> I really felt like I got to know her and, you know, from her books on her shelf and the things on her fridge and the, her choices in color. And I felt like she and I were best friends. I sort of operated from that space. Yeah. And so when I left her home and I had to remind myself, she doesn't know you though. <laughs> you are a woman staying in her home, but I, I, in operating from that space, before I left, I, I cleaned her home. I, I, she needed a new shower curtain. God, how often do we need those replaced? Right? Like I went and I bought her fresh flowers, new coffee for when she came home. Her home was sparkly, right? I left her, um, a note welcoming her home. Just, I wanted her to feel so much love because I had cultivated so much love and gratitude for her while she was there or while I was there and staying there. And so when she got back, she said, Oh my gosh, I just can't believe it. It's feels so amazing here. Thank you so much. And then, you know, and I wasn't doing that with any thought of getting anything in return. I mostly just wanted to love her. <laughs> oh my God. I, I was just as you're talking, I, my eyes just started to well up because I feel like, um, this was not anticipated in this conversation, but I feel like you are not quite the same person who drove into Petaluma, you know, a couple months ago. I, I really like hearing it in your voice, yeah. you're operating on a different level right now. Sunny, I feel the same way. I feel <laughs> the same way. And I, that's why I've been, I've been longing so much to talk to you. Because I've wanted to say like, I, and first of all, for everyone listening, it's like, I feel like it's near harassment for how much I want to blow up Sunny's phone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> You know? all of the changes that I'm feeling. And so I have to like kind of temper myself because I want to be like, okay, now I just found $10. Now I just found another dollar. Now I just found $11. You know, like um, I, 
but yeah, I do feel that way. I feel like there was something that happened, a shift for me in this trip and especially in Pasadena. I'm not the same person. I'm not the same person that I was when I entered Paloma, you know? And so it, and it feels amazing and outrageous, you know? So it's, it's been incredible to be just on the journey of these things opening up. And right now what I'm, what I'm really trying to work on is, you know, after this next stay in Pasadena, when I'll go back there next week, um, you know, then I don't know what's next after that, but what I'm, one new experiment that I'm trying is to, to leave stress out of it and to really just trust because I have so much evidence of how divinely supported I am, you know? So, um, it's just been, it's been an amazing, amazing journey. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I'm wondering, should we even take a break? I I don't know. I feel like I was just making a note, like I needed to do a new ad anyway. So maybe people don't even want to hear the old ad or I don't even know what we're running right now as a commercial break, but should we just keep talking? Benny, what do you think? Hey, it's your show girl. <laughs> okay, well, let's just keep talking anyway, because right. I have follow-up questions. And Great. Anyway, people are probably tired of hearing the ad. So, Benny, this is my reminder to to myself and letting you know, let's do a new ad. I will make sure to clip that out and send it to you. Yes. <laughs> no, I think Benny knows I make these grand declarations, and then he's like, uh, I'm ready anytime you are. Where are you, Sonny? <laughs> um, okay, so, Alessandra, I have to ask um, – I, I know you have, you and I both, as many of our listeners are, on a path of personal transformation, of self, like our, our desire for self-mastery and self-actualization, to be better than we were yesterday and the day before that. Not better as in, um, I don't ever want to have that whole idea of nose to the grindstone, you're not good enough yet, keep working for a meager reward. I'm just saying out of pure inspired action and desire, because we know it's possible, we love to work on ourselves. So that said, I know you've done a lot of work, as have I. So I'm curious, all of these, this this huge shift, do you think it was a tipping point after all the work you've done? Or did was it these questions that you've been sitting with? Was it you actually giving yourself a break from your work for a hot minute for the first time in like decades? Because you worked your way entirely through undergrad, grad school, went straight into working. I, I don't know that you've taken any breaks in your in your adulthood. So I'm, yeah, I'm just curious to what do you attribute this shift in who you are that I can feel? And I'm sure others can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the culmination, you know, I've been doing years of, um, coaching, you know, getting my own coaching, getting my own therapy, but I think it's, yes, that type of work, but I think that yes, stepping away from how I had been working, uh, just how I had known myself to work. And I still felt like self-care was a big piece of it for me, but I was holding on really, really tightly to how my business needed to run, to how work needed to look, and and requiring myself to step away from that and to uh, to let go a little bit. It, it not only felt amazing, it was a little confusing at first for my brain because I was like, wait a minute, Find place immediately to get online. Please get on, <laughs> check your email, do your things, right? And so I had to let that go. And, and because I needed to drive, I needed to travel, and that actually felt really good. And then what was amazing to see is that my business was fine. 
without me holding on so tight, it was not only fine, it actually has continued to expand. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm completely booked, you know, for the times that I am, I am open to seeing clients. My program, the brink has, I mean, had its best last, I mean, it's like with my own growth and transition, right? It's a reflection of that. I cannot believe what July and August have brought in that group. Um, And so things have actually been better with my willingness to let go. And yeah, I've worked full time through, you know, I was, I've always worked and worked through college all the way through PhD school, all of that, and um, not ever really allowing myself a break. And so these are the breaks that that are coming and yeah, it's very needed. And also, um, I read this book and, um, Ooh, let's see. I- I'm wondering if I can say this on the air, the title of the book, is that okay? Cause it's just a book title. Well, what do you, you mean? Like, does it have like Kurt, is it FCC approved title? <laughs> what I'm trying, I don't, <laughs> what is it like, is it profanity or what? <laughs> This is the title. I'm going to put it in the chat. Oh, God. No, you cannot say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, not appropriate. Thank you very much. No, but uh, if anyone knows Mama Gina or Regina Thomasauer, this is her latest book. I I really would like to interview her on the show, which will make it difficult because you can't say it. It is a P word that is used to describe female genitalia at yeah. times. And mm-hmm. she is definitely reappropriating that right. word. Can that- we'll, come <laughs> up with, we'll come up with a safe word for the, when we do yeah. bring her on. That'd yeah. be great. You know, like, pine, <laughs> like pineapple or something. That will be Pineapple Right. Yeah. I don't know. Something like yeah. that. So read, read Mama <laughs> most recent book. That, that felt like that was my tipping point. Honestly, it, yeah. it cracked open something in me that was just so deep and so profound. And then with the writing that I've been doing, which was inspired by that book, um, it's been, it's just been transformative. And actually then I've recommended that book to my students in the brink and to my clients recently. And then I'm, their lives are being impacted too, just by tuning into pleasure and desire. So pleasure and desire has become my, my number one focus. And I'm telling you that has, that, that there has been nothing that has transformed me more. You know, that's exactly when you were talking about how you have been approaching your life and you kind of, I don't want to say you put work on the back burner because I don't think that's accurate, but for the first time in your life, I think you prioritize you and your pleasure and desire over the business for yeah. just a just a minute like you didn't let any you're still seeing your clients you're still doing the brink all that but i'm just saying it, you just you put yourself first for a hot minute and that the pleasure and desire thing that is what i felt like if i objectively looking at it from this conversation was what transformed everything and your business has been the ripple effect of that and i love that you received validation that you can do that. And this is what happens. Your business grows. Susan Hyatt's been preaching that forever, but it's so hard to implement and actually live. Yeah, it is hard. And it's, you know, and I think that sometimes we do things to ourselves like, well, when my business makes as much money as Susan Hyatt's, maybe Mm -hmm. then I can prioritize that too. Right. Or maybe when I reach this level in my business, but for right now I need to work on my marketing funnels or, you know, whatever it is. And so I just have let that all go and I've, I've turned my priorities just on their head and it's been so 
I mean, it's just been so absolutely remarkable. And then I think that anytime as women, we are in our pleasure and in our desire, that's going to impact other women and give them permission to also follow pleasure, desire, what they're, what they're most longing for. And that, that's, that's revolutionary, you know? And, and I think, you know, with that, those remarkable um, ways that we can impact one another, there also can be some criticism that comes with that, right? One of my family members is a really good example, right? Where if I'm following my desire or I'm, I'm listening to myself, that family member doesn't really like it. <laughs> well, no wonder. And no, I've, I've, I think I have an idea of who we're talking about. And I'm like, and how's her life working out right? right. <laughs> And that's what we've got to look at too. So there's, you know, what I do want to say, and then Sunny, I want to make sure that we focus on you, but um, I do want to say that some, a lot of women that I've talked to more recently are very scared of the criticisms that they will receive if they follow desire or if they follow pleasure, you know, from people in their lives. And first of all, I say, you know, we're, we're being judged by others, whether we want to or not, right? Right whether you're doing what satisfies you or not, you will be judged because people have judgments, right? They don't like your Mm -hmm. lipstick. They don't like your pants, right? Mm -hmm. So there is that. And to really examine your sources, right? To the the family member who really struggles when I'm feeling good and and wants to offer criticisms. um, And I say offer because it's up to me whether I take those on and swallow that. Um, So it's an offering. And the person who wants to offer that, I have to look at what what is this person's life like? Are they satisfied? Are they in their pleasure? Are they living a happy life? Are they living a life that I would I would seek to emulate? Are they showing up as loving, right? And and if the answers are no to all of those things, then that's that's not a source that that I want to take on, right? Yeah. So anyway, what a remarkable journey. Thanks for letting me talk about it. No, this is huge because I feel like we're witnessing here the an actual personal transformation that's clear in your energy. It's reflected in the actual physical manifestation of your life. Like this is what happens. And I think talking about from a from a I guess the the perspective of following desire and pleasure. To me, that also echoes what so many of the spiritual teachers that I've been so attracted to for the last several years are talking about, that that what if we are here on this earth not to accumulate a bunch of stuff and then be miserable during our lives and then you know transition again? What if we actually were here to show up and play? Like... Just take inspired action. What if we only worked 3% of the time? What if we really only followed what felt the best and most nourishing for our body, mind, and spirit? And I think there are more examples of people who are actually living that in their life and their business. And they are, I think this is where we're heading. I mean, because clearly to, to live in the culture that is the most um, addicted overweight, unhealthy. Um, what are all of the, Brene Brown has this like list, like we're, while we may have, (laughs) while we may have some external, uh, what's the, 
while things may look shiny on the outside for some people, we are the, um, you know, suicide rates are increasing exponentially. And there is deep loneliness, unhappiness, dissatisfaction, um, unfulfillment, all of these things. And why is that? I think because we have not been doing what you are doing right now. And so this just, it all kind of coalesces all these messages coming together that, hey, humans, try it this way. This is how you were meant to live. And let's just give you the evidence of why. So I'm just glad that you were able to share that because when we hear more stories like you, because a lot of people will think, ah, Susan Hyatt, she's a unicorn or whoever your example is, you know, I know I know the usual suspects that we talk about here on the show, but everybody's got people you can point to that you admire and, oh, I wish I could have their life or I wish, but they're the unicorn. That can't happen for me. We now have more evidence. You being a prime example of this, implementing these things in your life and look at how things have expanded and how happy and just you just you can hear. You can feel it in your voice, hear it in your energy, all of it. So. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks yeah. for sharing so openly. Yes, yeah, thank you. Thanks for thanks for the chance. And so I I want to I want to be sure that we hear from you, Sunny, cuz we again. <laughs> well, your things are way more exciting. So I'll just say at the outset, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So just so people know, and I'm I'm saying this because I feel like in the media, the only headlines that we're really seeing right now are around people who are having severe adverse reactions and um, uh, what is it, results when when they have uh, COVID or the coronavirus. And Chase, out of nowhere, came home with symptoms um, about 10 days ago. And we have no idea where he got it. We have no idea. No one in our work or friends, family circle has had it. But he sure enough tested positive last week. Um, fortunately, his symptoms were very mild. And he, he has he has severe asthma. I mean, he's moderate to severe. It kind of goes, it depends on, you know, what's going on in his life at the time. But, um, you know, with him having that pre-existing condition and making his lungs a little more susceptible or um, weaker than, than others, we were really concerned. But he has bounced back and he will be going back to work on Monday. So things have been a little crazy in our house. Like I've been making him sit still, which is very hard for him. So I've been, there's been a lot more responsibility. We've got a kitty on hospice, little foster kitty that we've had. And um, he is probably going to be making his transition here within, you know, by next week's show. Um, so there's a lot going on, um, you know, around trying to clean up after him as you know he's he's not doing so well so anyway we've got a lot going on around our house so it's just I mean every time I feel like we have a first Friday there's personal life and then there's the backdrop of pandemic and um, the fight for racial justice and all of the things going on so anyway that's what's happening in our house all that to say I have decided that August is, I had some things magically all within the period of days, some things kind of lifted off of my schedule without not anything of my doing. And in my, in my, I guess, heart, I'd been, look, especially watching your journey, Alessandra, of going on this little California adventure and really taking some time for yourself. I thought, you know, I have been saying for like probably over a year now, you know, I just want to live where I'm only taking action as it is inspired and giving myself a break. And I'm actually doing that for August. So 
as everything else has been a little cray cray, I am taking a little bit of a break in August. Now I'm still seeing clients and I'm still, you know, writing my um, posts and things like that, but only as I feel inspired to do so. And then, you know, come September, pick things back up again in a more major way. I've got my list that's a mile long of all the things, you know, creating a new Sunny in Seattle ad and and doing all these other, you know, all those to-do things like revamping my website and whew, all of the things. So all of that is going on the list that will stay in a little folder on my desk until I open it back up again in September. And um, I'm going to enjoy August and make it my little personal summer. And I know things aren't quite um, I, I now have to self-isolate for an additional two weeks just in case by being around Chase. And we didn't take any preventative measures. Um, I kind of, I know this wouldn't be everyone's choice. My parents made it clear this wouldn't be their choice for me. <laughs> but I, I mean, I've, I've always believed for quite some time now that, you know, I don't think a soul leaves this planet in a way that's not of its choosing, whether that's conscious, subconscious, or just on a cosmic level. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to lean into this. I've already been exposed to it clearly. So if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. So, um, I haven't had any symptoms yet, but I will be self-isolating for an additional two weeks. That's what Chase's doctor said was the protocol right now, just in case on his last day of being contagious, I happen to pick it up and it takes two weeks incubation period, which I guess that's kind of what the standard is now. It could, it could potentially be that long. So for two weeks, I have an excuse not to see anybody anyway. So yeah, my personal summer vacation, August. So that's the synopsis. That's everything. Yeah. Well, and I, I just think like all things, Sunny, and I don't think that you do spiritual bypassing at all, but I think even in this scenario, I've just loved your, your acceptance of it, right? Like, okay, this is happening and that it doesn't need to be this terrible, awful thing. Just like, okay, how can we take care of each other? How can we support one another? How can we be in this? And a little like, like a chicken pox party, you know, that's, (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to use, that's what I've been saying, you know, to friends anyway. And I, I don't, um, again, I know there are some people out there who have lost loved ones who have had terrible adverse effects from this virus. Um, and I, uh, I hear that I see that, and I do not mean to make light of the effects that this pandemic has had that said, I have my own beliefs and opinions about it. And um, for me personally, in my own journey with the virus, which I think has its own purpose and sentience here, um, I decided to lean into it. So I said, I'm treating this like a chicken pox party that you know, we used to go to so you could get it and get it over with. And I know that's maybe a cavalier or dangerous attitude in a lot of people's eyes, given what, what little we know about this compared to chicken pox and the adverse effects um, that chicken pox does not typically have. Um, but Hey, it's, it's our house and the virus was already in it. And I thought this big, scary monster that, um, so many people have been so afraid of now that it's in my house, I'm just going to look it in the eye and say, Hey, let's do this. And we'll see what happens. Um, trusting that whatever my soul's path is, um, is my soul's path. And of course we've taken precautions. I mean, Chase was one of the most um, what do you call it? Diligent mask wearers 
and diligent precaution takers. We and I was by association because of his asthma. But here we are. We have still again no idea where it came from, and it's in our house. And so here we are. Hello, coronavirus. Let's see what's going to happen. And for the record, it was not me. It was. Oh God, no. you were so long gone. It was like a month, a month and a half after. In case anyone's trying to do the math. <laughs> no, no, no. We've done, we have, we have thought about, I mean, this is a head scratcher. It truly is. No one at Chase's work, because he works in an essential business. No one in Chase's work has come up with it. No family, family or friends that we have been exposed to have had it. We still, I mean, who knows? Who knows? So anyway, so what's, here we are. Yeah. I'm curious for you with August, you know, with you, how do you think that you will, What's one of your, cause you're going to step away from work and not pick some of those things back up until September. And so do you have a sense of what's one of your at home, you know, things that you might do to really, I don't know, just kind of anchor yourself in the delightfulness of, of having a vacation? Well, I think the main thing is I, I want it to be, what's anchoring me is an experiment. Like I want this to be relaxing for me, but I also want to see what happens to my life and my business when I really, really do just take only inspired action 3% of the time, say. Mm -hmm. What happens? And so I, I know the things that bring me great joy. I, I um, you know, spending time outside listening to certain teachers, reading certain books. Oh, I have been reading. I usually like memoir is about as juicy as my reading gets. Like that's my pleasure time reading or memoirs. And um, I have been reading fiction for, there's like a, it's by Libba Bray. It's called The Diviners. It's young adult, although it's a little racy in some of them for, I think, young adult. I don't know even what, maybe young adult is like 18, in which case, but I'm just like picturing a 13 year old reading and going, uh, Anyway, it's a delightful series called The Diviners um, about or it's called The Diviners series. And there's there's four uh, books in the series. And um, it has just been um, so fun to have that little like adventure to go on, um, which is very unusual for me. Um, so I think you ask about an anchor. I don't. That's the thing. There is nothing. It's me just following like what I know, the things that bring me joy. What else comes up? Let's just see what happens. Pelliperia scientists notice without judgment and go with it. Um, I think it would be fun for you too to just even like track for the that amount of time like what you most delighted in, you know? Because I yeah. think some sometimes like we we sort of forget like we have our go-to things that we know bring us joy and then there's all of these little things throughout a day and I think it's fun to look back at a month and see what were those what were those things that I really delighted in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. So I guess we will, we will regroup. Um, now that we're at the end of the show, it looks like we'll, by the next first Friday, my experiment will be over. You, I can't wait to see where, where you are. Where I'll be. <laughs> yeah. And of course, maybe Benny will have some updates too. So. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so this brings us about to the end of the hour. So you have been listening to Sunny in Seattle. It is the first Friday of the month. So I am one of your co-hosts, Sunny Joy. I was joined today by... Dr. Alessandra Duke. Yeah, my website is goldenoversoul.com. And Alessandra, for folks who want to reach out to you. AlessandraDuke.com. 
yeah, so I think that's everything. Um, take care, everybody. And uh, Benny, thanks for being here and sharing of your life as well.